Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi. If you have just found this podcast and are listening for the first time, you might notice that it isn't perfect. I was still very much learning how everything worked at this point, but it does get better as the episodes go on. Thank you for listening, and please stay safe. This episode may contain content not suitable for some audiences, including crimes against children, mentions of suicide, descriptions of a graphic nature, and adult language at times. Listener discretion is advised. When Marcia Grenda was just 10 years old, She and her cousins asked their beloved Nan, who was descended from Romany gypsies, to read their future from their palms. Such a thing is exciting and fun for children, and for that reason, Nan agreed, saying, just this once. Marcia sat there waiting while her cousins heard about their futures about marriages and children and happiness. But when it was Marcia's turn and Nan took her hand in hers, the smile suddenly disappeared from the elderly woman's face and was replaced by fear. Nan pushed Marcia's hand away and refused to say what she had seen. Needless to say, Marcia kept asking what was wrong. Why couldn't she hear her future? Nan said, I can't tell you now. I'll tell you when you're 18. But when Marcia was celebrating her 18th birthday years later, her Nan was not there anymore. She had passed away just a few months prior, never revealing what she had seen on the little girl's palm. But knowing what she knows today... Marcia believes it was better that her nan did not tell her if she really had seen all the pain and suffering that was about to come. You are listening to True Crime Britain. 
Join me, Rhiannon, each Wednesday as I tell the solved and unsolved stories of some of the most disturbing, mysterious and heartbreaking crimes committed throughout the United Kingdom. Welcome to this week's episode. By the time Marcia turned 18 years old, she had given birth to a baby girl. Nikita Grender was born in Newport in the morning hours of December the 19th, 1991. That same night, her father, Paul Brunnock, had been out celebrating his own 18th birthday, but had found his way to the hospital just in time. Right from the start, the young couple felt fiercely protective of their daughter. It was absolutely unthinkable that anything bad could ever happen to Nikita. Marcia later said in her book that she immediately started to imagine her daughter's life, how she would grow up, start school, make friends and bring home her first boyfriend. But for some reason, Marcia's imagination stalled whenever she tried to picture Nikita as an adult. Soon after Nikita's birth, Marcia and Paul moved to a little flat in Betis. But things were not easy for the carefree teenagers who had just become fully-fledged adults. The couple were fighting a lot, and eventually... They split up when Nikita was 18 months old. Just after that, when Marcia and Nikita were staying with her parents for a while, the apartment in Betis was burgled. For a family that did not have a lot of money in the first place, losing most of their belongings was devastating. Still, despite all the hardship, both Marcia and Paul made an effort to offer their daughter the best possible life. Eventually, the couple resolved their differences and got back together. The little family moved to a new apartment at Stamford Road, and in 1995, Nikita started at Ringland Primary School. While she loved going to school and making new friends, Nikita did not care much about the academic side of things. She often refused to do her homework and told her mother that she could not make her do it because she was not her teacher. Nikita was clearly more into fashion and makeup from a young age than mathematics and literature. At one point, like many girls in the 90s, she was obsessed with the Spice Girls and all she wanted was platform shoes and her hair in a high ponytail. Around this time, Nikita's brother Luke was born. Marcia would later say that she felt like their family was now complete. But Nikita was a little suspicious of her baby brother at first. After all, she had had her parents all to herself for over six years. When Luke was just months old, 
the family moved to a three-bedroom house in Broadmead Park, and to this day, after all they have gone through, Marcia has refused to leave this house due to all the happy memories of her children. Nikita grew up to be a little stubborn and extremely independent, just like her mother. She was also notably beautiful, with big brown eyes and mahogany hair that she fixed every time she walked past a mirror. By the time Nikita started secondary school, she was obsessed with fashion and makeup and was dreaming of a career as a hairdresser. Around this time, the boys had begun to notice Nikita too, which made Paul a little uneasy, like it does with fathers of little girls. When Nikita would go out wearing one of her dresses, her father would say, Call that a dress? Where's the rest of it? But while Paul might not have agreed with it, Nikita had a talent to make the most of her looks. It was something that made her happy, and turning the heads of the boys was just a bonus. But of course, eventually, one of those boys would catch Nikita's attention too, and Ryan Mays did just that. Apparently, Nikita and Ryan were first introduced to each other at a party when Nikita was 15 years old. Ryan was one year younger. According to Marcia, she and her daughter's new boyfriend did not have the best start, as Ryan had come to the house one night and thrown rocks at a window to wake Nikita up. Needless to say, Marcia wasn't pleased. Something inside her disliked Ryan from the word go. The situation was not made any better when Nikita told her mother that Ryan was staying with his auntie as his mother had thrown him out. Marcia felt Nikita could do so much better and of course she was too young to have a serious relationship anyway. Still, it seemed like Nikita really saw something in Ryan. The two were texting all the time and Nikita did not bring her friends to the house as often anymore. Ryan was her whole world. So much so that Marcia became scared her daughter would lose all her friends because of a boy. Marcia tried her best to encourage her daughter to keep in touch with friends, but Nikita was not interested. One day, the mother and daughter were having the same conversation again when Nikita told Marcia she already had plans with Ryan. When Marcia asked her daughter when her boyfriend was coming, Nikita said, Oh, I'm not sure. He's probably out with his stupid cousin. I can't stand him. He gives me the creeps. That was the first time Nikita mentioned Ryan's cousin, Carl Want, who was eight years older. Nikita continued, saying, He's horrible. I hate the way he looks at me. And he's always taking Ryan away from me. It's like we're not allowed even a minute to ourselves. 
At that moment, Marcia didn't think too much of it. She pretty much forgot all about Calwant, as Nikita and Ryan split up soon after that conversation. There was no way for Marcia to know how big a part this man she had never even met would later play in her life. Marcia had felt relieved after hearing about Nikita and Ryan's breakup, but that relief was short-lived. Just a few weeks later, the young couple made up, and the next day, Nikita announced she wanted to move out of the family home. Marcia was shocked, but Nikita was determined to start her life with Ryan. It didn't matter that she was just 16 years old. And so, Nikita eventually left home to live with Ryan in a flat on Corporation Road, one of the main streets of Newport. Marcia didn't have any other choice but to try to come to terms with the fact that her little girl was not so little anymore. Still, it was like someone had slapped her straight on the face when Nikita came for a visit one day in 2010 and said, Mum, Dad, I'm pregnant. At first, Marcia felt like she had had enough. Her daughter had done everything against any advice that she had given to her. Marcia did not want the same hardship for Nikita that she had gone through herself. But in the end, Marcia realised that there was nothing she could do other than support her daughter. Marcia had never had any money to spoil Nikita when she was a baby. But now, she did everything she could to buy all her future grandchild would ever need. And when Nikita found out she was expecting a daughter, Marcia was the one who came up with the name. Kelsey May. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. While waiting for her due date, which was February the 21st, 2011, Marcia tried to picture her granddaughter. Would she look like Nikita? Have the same big brown eyes and beautiful pink lips? 
Sadly, Marcia would never find out. One person is believed to have died after a fire broke out at a flat in Broadmead Park. Gwent police have launched a murder investigation after the body of 19-year-old heavily pregnant teenager Nikita Grenda was found inside a burning flat in Newport this morning. On February the 5th, 2011, before 8am, Marcia received a call from Ryan's mother, Kerry. The first thought that crossed Marcia's mind was perhaps Nikita had gone into labour. After all, she was just a couple of weeks away. Instead, Marcia heard Kerry's panicked voice saying, The flat is on fire! Marcia and Paul never believed they could move so quickly. They rushed to the scene, but unfortunately there was nothing they could do. By the time they arrived at the flat, firefighters had already discovered 19-year-old Nikita's body. She and her unborn baby girl had died together with her beloved pet dog, Missy. At first glance, Nikita's death appeared to be nothing more than a tragic accident. Perhaps a cigarette or a candle had started the fire. But when Nikita's badly burned remains were transported to a police mortuary in Cardiff for post-mortem examination, a fire investigation turned into a murder investigation very quickly. The pathologist discovered that there was no trace of carbon monoxide in Nikita's blood, meaning that she was dead before the fire had even started. In addition, they found two knife wounds. Nikita's throat had been cut and her abdomen had been stabbed. The neck wound would have killed Nikita almost immediately, but for some reason, whoever her murderer was, had also plunged the knife into her stomach to her unborn baby. Who would deliberately target a defenceless child? Ryan, of course, was interrogated immediately, in addition to his friends. Almost all of them had the same version of events. They had gone to the pub and then to a house party that night. However, One person had left the party to go and get cigarettes. Ryan's cousin, Carl Want. 27-year-old Carl was pretty much living an aimless life. He had been a nightclub bouncer here and there and had given way to work as a canvasser for a double glazing firm. Most of Carl's money earned from these jobs went on cigarettes, drink and drugs. While many of his friends, and even his own girlfriend, described Carl as unreliable and basically untrustworthy, he still somehow had a friendship with his second cousin Ryan. According to Ryan, on the night of the fire, 
Carl was gone for just 20 or 30 minutes. Was that enough time to go back to the flat, kill Nikita and return to the party? As the police checked CCTV footage from the area, they saw Carl's Ford Focus and it wasn't heading in the direction of Carl's grandmother's house, as he had claimed, but to Broadmead Park. So if Carl had lied about one thing, what else was he hiding? At one point during questioning, Carl said, I've never had sex with Nikita Grenda. I did meet up with her once at a bus stop but we just had a kiss and a cuddle. As soon as Marcia heard about this claim, she knew Carl was full of lies. Nikita had told her mother how Carl made her skin crawl and how much she hated her boyfriend's cousin. She would never, ever have touched him voluntarily. While waiting for more results from tests carried out on Nikita's body, they swabbed Carl's car. There had not been any visible signs of a crime, but with closer inspection, the forensic team discovered three tiny droplets of blood and an analysis of it confirmed it belonged to Nikita. Her blood was later found inside a shirt Cal had been wearing that night and claimed to officers he had lost. In addition, Cal had some strange marks on his arms, like someone had been trying to fight him off. When asked where he had got them from, Cal replied that he had been in a fight with an Asian man but refused to give any further details. It seemed like Carl really believed he could get himself out of trouble, no matter how much evidence was found against him. Even when it was confirmed Carl's semen had been found inside Nikita, he had come up with another explanation. It just took almost a year for him to tell it to the police. It was February the 12th, 2011 when Carl learned that his semen had been found on Nikita's body and her blood on his clothing. Afterward, the 27-year-old simply refused to answer any more questions and claimed he was feeling unwell. At this point, Carl had been interviewed a total of 26 times and was officially charged with Nikita's murder, child destruction, rape, and arson. Then, on December the 14th, just before the beginning of the trial, the prosecution received confirmation from Carl's lawyers that he was now able to explain why his semen was found at the scene. According to Carl, he had actually taken part in a consensual threesome with Nikita and her boyfriend at the couple's home on the day of her murder. Carl was asked why it had taken so long for him to remember such a thing, to which he replied, I had so much going on in my head. Needless to say, Ryan strongly denied that anything like that ever happened. He also added that he was not into that 
especially not with his own cousin. Cal Wants Trial began on the 18th of January 2012 and just over a month later, on the 22nd of February, the jury found him guilty of murder, rape, child destruction and arson. Cal was sentenced to a minimum of 35 years. He didn't show any signs of remorse and simply yawned when his verdict was announced. Ryan Mays has since commented on why he thinks his cousin took his beautiful fiancé, child, dog and even his home away from him. He said, I'm certain he did it because he just couldn't stand seeing that I had something that he wanted and would never have. Today, more than 10 years after Nikita's death, her parents focus on the happy and treasured memories of their daughter. And still, Marcia is glad in a way that her nan did not tell her about her future all those years ago. She said, I'm glad I was allowed to live for 37 years of my life without this burden, which now weighs me down every single day. Thank you for listening to this week's episode, and thank you for your kind messages of support, feedback, positive reviews, and of course, your patience. I really do appreciate it and I love reading what you have to say. For transcripts, photos, credits and resources relating to today's episode, please visit www.truecrimebritain.com. If you'd like to access things like ad-free, early release and bonus episodes, I'd love you to consider supporting the show by joining me on Patreon, where you could get access to all that and even more rewards from just £1 a month. You can join now by visiting www.patreon.com forward slash truecrimebritain or see the episode description. Don't forget, you can also like, follow and or subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss a future episode. There are some big cases coming up and I wouldn't want you to miss out. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok and YouTube for regular case updates. Just search for True Crime Britain. If you're already supporting me on Patreon, you can find next week's episode already there waiting for you. I hope you enjoy the rest of your week and please Stay safe. If you are affected by any of the content featured in today's episode, please see the show notes or visit www.truecrimebritain.com where you can find links to further support. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.